Hello and welcome to this message shared by Pastor Nea Hope Saavedra Badoy on the Lighthouse Worship Celebration Online. We pray that the Lord will bless you as you listen. And may this encourage you during this very difficult time we are all going through. Please share this with others so that they will be encouraged as well. Thank you and God bless you. Happy Sunday to everyone. Today is another day to be in the presence of God. And we're just so excited to be able to crash into your homes, into your offices, into your boarding houses today. Thank you for tuning in to the worship celebration of Lighthouse Christian Fellowship. And I believe that the Lord has a word for you today. The title of the preaching today is My Birthright, Not for Trade, and not for sale. I want to talk to you today about an important subject that I believe most people never thought about, and that is our birthright, or more importantly, our spiritual birthright. Now, first of all, what is a birthright? Your birthright speaks of an inheritance that is yours by right of birth. It is the right, the, the heritage, the privilege accorded to a son or a daughter by right of birth. It is actually a benefit package that your parents have prepared for you. So in the natural, it can consist of uh, property, wealth, title, privileges, possessions. And, uh, you know, as I reflect on this, naturally, in the, in the, in the physical realm, some of the things that uh, we enjoy today is actually a result of the birthright, the inheritance that we receive from our father and our mother. You know, my parents, uh, Carlos and Dulce Saavedra, gave me a name. They gave me a shelter. They gave me a home. They gave me provision. They gave me allowance. They gave me an education. And I, I have a right to stay at the family property because I'm a daughter and an heir. So, pwede ko mamutong sa among farm. Pwede ko mag-farming sa bukid. Magpabugnaw dito sa bukid-bukid. And that is because that is part of my birthright. And although my father and mother have gone home to be with the Lord, but as their child, I receive an inheritance and I enjoy some of the benefits and the favors, the financial shares coming from our humble family estate. Now, this is the power and the blessing of a birthright. Now, if natural parents can give an inheritance to their children, how much more God the Father, the best Father of all. And if you are a child of God, you have a spiritual birthright. And as Christians, we have been given an invaluable birthright. So if the, in the natural, we receive a birthright from our earthly parents, the same is true on the spiritual realm. If I had been blessed 
being the child of my natural parents, how much more I am blessed being a child of God. And listen to this. Our natural inheritance and benefits is nothing. Gamay rana compared to the benefit package of being a child of God. And, and I like to read a scripture in Romans 8 verse 16. And it says, The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. So this is so wonderful. It means that the moment you became born again, you became a child of God. And as a child of God, you receive birthrights. You receive an inheritance. And all believers have spiritual birthrights. We are joint heirs with Christ and we must know our position, identity, and inheritance in Christ. And we must see it as something that is precious, an undeserved blessing coming from our God who loves us. You know, there's a verse in Galatians chapter 4, verse 7, and it says, Thou art no more a servant, but a son. Wow! You're not a servant, you're a son. And a son has rights that the servants do not have. And there is a verse in Ephesians 1, 11, and it says, In him we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, so that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be to the praise of his glory. Praise God. It says here that in Christ, we have an inheritance. Grabe! You know, kung diri sa kalibutan, wala kay paabuton nga in inheritance. Nagwonder ka na, aka ko yung inheritance, madawatan sa akong ginikanan. The Word of God tells us, in Christ, if you are a child of God, you have an inheritance. Grabe! Naadi ay kay paabuton. Big time day ka. Hindi ka basta-basta. Kasi eredero ka. Eredero di ay ka. You know, tayo we always say, I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. Hindi po yan guni-guni. Because we are really blessed. Can you say an amen to that wherever you are? Can you say an amen? Woo! Praise God. Now, there's another verse. Psalm 16, verse 5 to 6. And it says, The Lord is my chosen portion and my cup. You hold my lot. The lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a, wow, beautiful, beautiful inheritance. I'd like you to say with me, I have a beautiful inheritance. Amen. Ang naniniwala, pumalakpak ng malakas. Woo! Yay! So, our inheritance in Christ is reserved. That is for you to claim and to enjoy. And being a child of God brings great birthright. 
And our birthright includes both earthly and eternal inheritance. So what are the earthly inheritance? Success is your birthright. Healing is your birthright. Wealth is your birthright. Abundance is your birthright. Long life is your birthright. Wellness is your birthright. Happiness is your birthright. Deliverance is your birthright. Salvation is your birthright. Joy is your birthright. The power of the Holy Spirit is your birthright. Woo! Power! And another one which is much greater is the eternal inheritance. You receive an eternal home, a mansion in heaven and power, eternal life in Christ, the privilege and the honor to spend eternity with God, power. You know, my favorite verse, and I always say this in 1 Corinthians 2, 9, and it says, No eyes have seen, no ears have heard, no mind can conceive what God has prepared for those who love Him. Igsoon! Dinagko ang imong birthright. Your birthright package is big time. And, but understand here, I like to drive home this point. There is a warning because the reality is your birthright can be lost. If you trade it, if you sell it, your birthright can be lost. There is a warning that once birthright can be forfeited. So pakisabi sa katabi mo, oh no! And sugot ka na ang imong birthright malost? Sugot ka ang imong birthright mawala? Of course, we say no! You can lose or be deprived of your birthright. Pwedeng mawala sa imo ang imong birthright. And Scripture says that, yes, we have an inheritance. It is reserved for us. We have a birthright. But the devil, you know, he would, he, he manipulates, deceives you. He schemingly deceives you to give up your birthright, to give up your spiritual inheritance. And a birthright can be given or forsaken. Now we may ask, is that possible? Is it possible? Are, are there really foolish people who would give away their birthright and inheritance? Is it possible for people to forsake or exchange their birthright? I'd like to tell you of a story in the Bible of a forfeited birthright. It is a sad story of lost birthright and this is the story of Esau and Jacob two brothers you see Esau is the firstborn and he has a double portion he has a firstborn uh, birthright and uh, in Genesis 25 29 to 34 and let me read once when Jacob was cooking some stew and Esau came in from an open country, famished. He said to Jacob, Quick, let me have some of that red stew. I'm famished. That is why he was also called Edom. Jacob replied, First, sell me your birthright. Look, 
I am about to die, Esau said. What good is the birthright to me? But Jacob said, swear to me first. So he swore an oath to him, selling his birthright to Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau some bread and some lentils too. He ate and drank and then got up and left. So Esau despised his birthright. What a sad, sad story of a foolish action. Here was Esau. He was coming from a hunting trip. He was coming from the field and he was tired. He was hungry. He was famished. He, he was desperate for food. And so Jacob tricked him into giving up his birthright. So Jacob offered Esau food in exchange for his birthright. Ito namang si Esau, eh, sobrang desperado at sobrang gutom at gigil na gigil ng kumain. Hindi na nakapag-isip ng mabuti. He was careless. He was foolish. And he made the grave mistake of agreeing to release and trade his birthright in exchange for a bowl of lentil soup. Unsa man ang lentil soup? Kanang lentil soup, gi-research na ko, murag di ay na siya bean soup. Kanang vegetable soup, murag-murag lugaw good. So, kanang regular lang yun na siya nga pagkaon. It's not even a, a special recipe. Ordinaryo rag yun siya nga sabaw. Ordinaryo rag yun siya nga vegetable soup. And imagine... Pinagpalit ni Iso ang kanyang napaka-power na birthright for a soup, for a sabaw, for a lugaw. Let's pause for a moment. Imagine that. Imagine exchanging wealth, position, authority, abundance, and, and all the privileges of a firstborn son for a bowl of soup. This is so shocking. Murag, lisod kayo katuohan, and yet, Esau committed the grave mistake of trading his birthright. You know, Esau's inheritance as a firstborn son was huge and big time. The promise to him was, your descendants will become a, a great nation. The Lord would bless those who bless him and the Lord would curse those who curse him and, and kings would become would, would come as his offsprings and then the messiah would come from his lineage and he would have double portion he would have dominion over his father's household and family estate and you know uh, this was a huge inheritance it's a prize inheritance and yet esau was willing to part with his birthright for a bowl of lentil soup. Was his birthright really worth the food? Hindi na nag-isip si Esau. You know, ang takbo na isip niya, bahala na. 
Basta masatisfy lang ako. Never mind about the future consequence. And so Esau ate and left. He, he never expressed any regret nor attempted to induce his brother to cancel the bargain. And you know what happened? Later, when Esau realized what he had lost and he wanted it back. But you know, it was too late. Somebody had already had his birthright. We, we read, For ye know that even when he afterwards desired to inherit the blessing, he was rejected, for he found no place for a change of mind in his father, though he sought it diligently with tears. How sad! The birthright had been forfeited and was beyond Esau's grasp forever. And sometimes in, in, in disbelief, we can ask, Grabe! How could Esau do such a thing? But you know, we ask ourselves, are we any better today? The reason why I find this story so troubling is because, in a sense, the story of Esau is the story of many believers. It is the story of some people who's listening right now. You see, we're all born with birthright of being a children of God, but like Esau, some of us are far too willing to sell or trade our birthright away. There have been other people in the Bible who lost their birthright. Reuben, the firstborn of Jacob, he was in direct line to inherit the rights of a firstborn. But because of one, just one, just one grave sin committed during his life. You know, Reuben went out and lay with Bilhah, his father's concubine. And because of that sin, Reuben forfeited his birthright. Reuben's sin resulted in the forfeiture of his birthright. He lost the kingship because of sin and disobedience. There's another man in the Bible who lost his birthright. His name is King Saul. He did not obey the Lord's command to destroy all of the enemies and destroy the livestock. Instead, King Saul spared the life of Agag, the king, and he spared the best of the livestock. And his obedience was not a hundred percent. And because of his partial obedience, God rejected him to be the king. He lost his kingdom and eventually he lost his life. God rejected him. The kingdom was torn from him and the kingdom was given to David. And we see great people with great destinies that have lost their birthright because of foolish actions and choices. What could have gone wrong? 
What made Esau trade his birthright? How did it happen? There are three ways the enemy manipulates and deceives us to despise our birthright. Firstly, exhaustion and weariness. When this happened, Esau was so weary. He was so worn out in strength, worn out in endurance. You see, he came from a hunting trip. So, paguli niya kapuy, gikapuy, gikapuy siya, mo siya gikulata, gikapuy siya, gigutong pagyod siya. And the, this is the trap of the enemy. The enemy gives you a spirit of weariness. Papagurin kanya, papagurin kanya until you are exhausted to the point that you feel that you can no longer go on. And that sounds familiar. Mer meron ka bang nakaranas ka na ba ng ganyan? Sometimes you're so weary over earthly things and there's no more strength for spiritual things. You, you can no longer do Devo. You're so tired to attend life group. You're so weak to attend church. You're worn out. You're exhausted. Listen, do not allow yourself to become weary over earthly things whereby there is no more fight left for spiritual things. Esau was so tired that he would give anything for physical relief and rest. And we can learn something here. Exon, watch out that you do not get too exhausted. Or weary. We must guard against allowing ourselves to become weary and tired so that we are weak against sin and Satan. Sadly, alam nyo, ang tao talaga, pagpagod, hindi naman yung work ang i-give up natin. Hindi naman yung girlfriend ang i-give up natin. Hindi naman ang pleasures ang ating gini-give up. We give up spiritual disciplines and fellowship. Hindi mo ba napapansin, pag pagod ka, you think about skipping church. You think about being absent from the life groups. You think about quitting ministry. Pahula isak ko. You think about lying low in the fellowship. It's not good. So watch out when you're too tired and weary. Misang ko ano-anong pumapasok sa ating isip. Number two, lies. Mga bakak. You know, Genesis 25:32 says, Look, I am about to die. So what profit shall this birthright be to me? Oi kayo si Iso, no? Sabi niya, mamatay na ko. So please, sabaw, please. Himatyo na ko, tagay kong lugaw, please. You know, the enemy gives you a feeling that you're going to die Without your lentil soup. Murag mamatyo na, ma, murag mamatay na ka, gibulagan lang ka, murag kagmamatay. Wala na ka nidaog sa TikTok, murag na kagmimatay. Ingnaay mong katupad, ayaw anak besh. Ayaw anak besh. So, it's a lie. And do not buy the lie of the enemy. You will not die. If you don't have a girlfriend, over. You will not die if you will not get the promotion. You will not die if you're not going to do drugs. 
You will not die if you will not graduate this year. You will not die if you will remain single. Come on. You will not die if you will not have your dream house. You will not die if you will not get rich. So it is a lie to think that you will perish without your personal pursuits. Number three, the cannot wait attitude. Ito kasing si Iso naman, eh, kanang intense kayo yung personality ba? Niya, impulsive ni siya, unya, wild kayo, yung gusto ko niya, kanang, ura mismo, kanang, insigida, ura mismo. And you know, that is a very dangerous attitude. You know, Iso wanted to be satisfied immediately. He did not want to wait. So he wanted the pleasures the satisfactions of the flesh fulfilled instantly. At alam mo, ito talaga si Iso, kung nagantay lang siya, I'm sure someone from his father's house would have prepared him a meal. And this is what happens. Many people missed out. Many people lose their birthright because they had not been able to wait for the promise. Nag-shortcut. Naghanap ng replacement. Pray ka, Lord, where is my God's will? Abasta, maunan ni. 31 na ko. Dugay na ko naghulat. Okay na ni. Kini na lang. Pero ang hindi mo alam, Sa unahan pala, power ang giandam ni Lord. Makapag-asawa ka pala ng pastor, big time, God's general. Meron parang paparating, pero pinagpalit mo ang birthright mo. Say to the person next to you, paghulat. Amigo, amiga, paghulat. Iksuon, watch out that you are not deceived. You do not buy the lie of the enemy. You are not impulsive and you are not too exhausted and weary because these conditions makes you vulnerable to make foolish decisions of grave consequences. All right. Let's move on. What are the keys to holding fast to your birthright? Firstly, never lose sight of the value and profitability of your birthright. Never lose sight of the profitability of your birthright. In uh, Genesis 25:32, Esau said, "Look, I am about to die. So what profit shall this birthright be to me? Sabi pa ni Iso, Unsa man ang pulos sa akong birthright? What profit shall the birthright be to me? Hala, what kind of a statement is this? Gibali wala niya ang iyang Birthright. 
Esau had lost sight of the profitability of his birthright. He did not see any profit in obtaining his birthright. In a sense, he despised his birthright. You know, to despise your birthright or inheritance means that you find it worthless. And Esau said, oh, behold, I am about to die. So what use is the birthright to me? Esau despised his birthright. And when you despise your birthright, you treat it as uh, negligible, worthless, or distasteful. And this is so in contrast with the many men and women of God. You see, Paul tells us the price that some men of God had to pay for their birthright, torture, mocking, scourging, chains, imprisonment, being stoned, sawn into two, tempted, slain with a sword. But they endured it for a greater glory, the hope of things to come. Friends, we must never lose sight of the profitability of our birthright. Our home in heaven is more valuable than life itself. Therefore, we must be willing to pay any price to keep our birthright. Number two, let's go to number two. Learn to deny yourself. In um, Matthew, Matthew chapter 16, verse 24 to 26, and it says, Jesus say, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what it what is a man profited if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? Imagine that. The enemy is offering you something uh, lame, sarap. It will satisfy you. So the enemy seduces you, take it. Taste it. And alam nyo, hindi lahat ng masarap, hindi lahat ng maganda galing kay Lord. Hindi lahat ng offer galing kay Lord. Masarap nga, but it will cost you something. There are times that we must learn to deny ourselves. Nothing in this world is worth our in eternal inheritance. No matter how tempting the situation or proposition, it is not worth it. It is not worth it. So learn to say no. Practice no be no. Alam nyo po, your no can save your life. And the number three, never trade or sell your birthright. Eto, I like to emphasize this. Your birthright is not for trade. Your birthright is not for sale. As children of God, we must hold on to our birthright. 
Never sacrifice your birthright for a want or a need. Don't focus on your wants. Don't focus on your needs. And then trade your birthright for those things. Some people think that money, comfort, prestige, wants, and material blessings is what they need the most. No what is essential? You need to know what is essential and what is not essential. And, and sadly, people trade their birthright all the time. And this is a warning. Do not trade. Do not sell your birthright. The enemy wants to take it. The enemy wants to steal it. The enemy wants you to forsake it. The enemy wants you to give it up. The enemy wants you to exchange it, to trade it, or to sell it. Do not sell your birthright. You need to keep and preserve your inheritance from God. And Esau did not protect his birthright. He traded it. He sold his birthright. Alam niyo po, uh, I like to quote this. Um, in Christopher's Malo's play entitled Dr. Faustus, Faustus sells his soul to the devil for fame and power. At first, the bargain looks like a good one. But as the clock counts down the hours up to his death, Faustus begins to regret his decision. Today, many have despised their birthright in God. They may not sell it for a bowl of lentil soup, but they sold it for a bottle of alcohol. For a shot of drugs. For an immoral relationship. For, for sexual impurity. For a seductive woman. For a fancy car. A questionable deal. Sadly, many people have exchanged their calling their destiny, their blessing, and the wonderful plan of God for their lives, all because of a wrong relationship, all because of a, a pursuit of money, all because of wrong barcada, all because of wanting financial security, all because of worldliness, all because of lust, greed, and vices. You see, the enemy is deceptive, manipulative, so guard your birthright. Don't let the enemy trick you to selling or trading your birthright. And then let's go to number four, and this is the last. Stay spiritually fit and healthy the the spiritually undernourished and malnourished believer is prone to hunger for the things of the world a, a weak spirituality is a prelude to falling to temptation and deception and natural no when you are unfit spiritually of course you are an easy prey to the devil and it, it, tayo po, in, in physical fitness, 
uh, you are asked to follow a program. I went through a physical fitness program before I had a coach. We do a program. So you follow a program to become and to stay healthy. Now, in the same way, spiritually, if you want to be spiritually fit, you must also follow a fitness program. So this fitness program includes emphasis like reading the Word of God, be filled with the Word of God, be connected with the spiritual family, be discipled, attend worship celebrations, Pray more and more. This will help you firm up and mature. This will help you become stronger and mature. And the better you can protect your birthright if you are stronger in the faith, if you are more mature in the faith. So, ang utana ko sa imo karun iksuod. Kumusta naman ang imong spiritual fitness program? Nagfollow pa ba ka sa imong fitness guide? Do you still do your spiritual program? Are, are you are you faithful sa imong devotional? Do do you pray every day? Do you read the word of God? Do you have times of worship? Are you attending life group? Are you faithful to attend online worship celebration? Understand, a spiritually healthy person will always be God-focused, kingdom-focused, and eternally focused. And lastly, as I end, nabatay na tunan mga iksuon, I just like to remind everyone of the devastating consequence of Losing your birthright. Esau, after some time, he realized the value of his birthright. And then it dawned on him what he had lost. And he greatly regretted losing his birthright. Alam niyo, totoo talaga yung kasabihan, nasa huli ang pagsisisi. So, even when Esau tried to retrieve his birthright, the scripture records that he found no place of repentance. After Esau realized the value of his birthright and the finality of what occurred, Alam nyo, he went to his father and he pleaded with his father to change his mind and bless him, Esau. Bless him also. And he cried out to Isaac, Ah, father, hast thou, one, hast thou but one blessing for me? Bless me, even me also, my father. And it was recorded. This, this is found in uh, Hebrews, in, in Genesis 27, rather. Si Esau halos magmakaawa siya. Sabi niya, Father, wala na ba yung blessing para sa ako? Bisag-usa lang, please bless me, please bless me. And he bitterly cried over his loss. Genesis, Genesis 27, 38 says, Esau lifted his voice and he wept. Aloud, grabbing hilak, perting hilak niya, but it was too late. 
he lost his birthright. Lanu ka nang maghunahunahon ni mo, mamura, kapait yung gayo ni hunahunahon. Igsuon. Sabta ni Igsuon. Your birthright is sacred. It is a serious matter to God. You see, Jesus Christ paid the price for you to enjoy a rich and beautiful inheritance and to despise that, to sell that, to trade your inheritance is a grave offense to God. You dishonor God by forsaking His prepared inheritance for you. God is displeased by those who squandered their birthright in Him for the things of this world. So get this in your mind, Igsud. Get this in your mind and in your heart and be able to say, My birthright is not for trade. My birthright is not for sale. To do so would be detrimental spiritually. As I close, let me ask you, What is your bowl of lentil soup today? I'm sure there is something that's waving at you. There's something that's smiling at you. There's something that's seducing you. There's something that you want. So bad, so bad. What is your bowl? Of lentil soup today? Is it a sin? A compromise? A behavioral or thought pattern that we place before God? You see, anything that would keep us from receiving our birthright is our bowl of lentil soup. What is the, the object of your desire right now? What is your lentil soup right now? Is it a, a, a potential mate? Nagsigig pakyut ni mo, ganahan po ka? Is it a job or a business opportunity? Is it financial assistance? Is it pleasure, enjoyment? Is it an immoral relationship? Is it sexual impurity? Is it an offer to try drugs? Is it a traded, shady deal or transaction? Is it a business uh, goal that would cost you spiritually? Perhaps it's an occasion to go to bed with your boyfriend or to cheat on your marriage. Maybe it's a chance to, to make money in the wrong way and for most of us these are ingrained patterns of life that we must overcome and some have been able to hide and camouflage this bowl of lentils from others well it does not matter wa siguro kabalo ang imong life group leader wala kabalo imong pastor wala kabalo imong ginikanan pero naa kay lentil soup it does not matter if they don't know because God sees them all 
And I'd like to tell you today, what is your bowl of lentil soup? And the word of God for you today, don't trade it, don't sell your birthright because it is not worth it. That thing that's seducing you right now, that thing that is tempting you right now, it is not worth it. The word of God tells us, for what does it profit at the man, even if he gains the whole world? He gains scars, he gains promotion, he gains title, he gains wealth, he gains abundance, he, ga he gains all that he wants, he gains wonderful relationship, but loses his soul. Iksun mawala na lahat, wag lang si Lord. Mawala na lahat, wag lang yung salvation mo. Mawala na lahat, wag lang yung eternal destiny mo. What is tempting you right now? Because no matter how tempted you are, remember, remember, your birthright is not for sale. Your birthright is not for trade. Don't sell. Don't sell your birthright. Don't despise your birthright. And there is a time to change our minds and start making right choices. This is the time to ask ourselves, am I selling my birthright by making this decision today? Igsuon, protect your birthright. Hold fast to your birthright. Don't waste your birthright. It's been paid with a high price. Don't waste your birthright. And I invite you today to claim and reclaim your birthright as a child of God. The devil wants to steal your birthright. Jesus wants you to have it. Jesus wants to give it to you. And God has called us to a fabulous, unfathomable inheritance. God has called you to a beautiful inheritance. You hold fast. Hold fast to your birthright. Don't let it go. Don't let it slip. Hold fast to your birthright. I like to end by reading this verse and then we will pray. Revelations 3, 11. Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. Whoa. This is the word of the Lord for you today. He who has an ear. Let him hear what the Spirit is saying. If you're listening today and you feel a holy discomfort, you feel a, a divine unsettling inside of you, and the Spirit 
is bringing to your attention that you may be doing something that could compromise your birthright. You may be living a life that, you know, you are not stewarding well your birthright. It's time to turn around and make the right choices. I believe you're sitting there and you're listening to this message. This is God's redemptive move to help you reclaim and keep your inheritance. Nothing is more precious, oh precious, valuable, than the inheritance that God has prepared for us. No eyes have seen, no ears have heard, no mind can conceive what God has prepared for you. Who love him. You have no idea of the greatness of what God has prepared for you. And I tell you, what you're suffering today, what you're giving up today, is nothing compared to the glory that is set before you. And as I give this word to you today, it's not to condemn you. If you've made foolish decisions, if you've made unwise decisions, this word is not meant to condemn you. This word is not meant to judge you. But this word is meant to bring you back to the path of righteousness. This word is meant to redeem you. This word is meant to encourage you that you have a wonderful birthright, inheritance as a child of God waiting for you. And I'd like to pray with you right now. If you just bow down your heads, Wherever you are, let's come into the presence of the Lord. Father, I pray, thank you that you are mindful of us. What is man that you are mindful of us, God? Lord, you, you bless us. You prepared a wonderful inheritance for us. You reserve a glorious birthright for us, God. And I pray today, we may not have a glimpse of the greatness of our birthright, but may we have an understanding that your plans for us are great and the future is glorious, God. And I pray, Lord, that today we will walk in righteousness. We will make wise decisions to never, never trade or exchange our birthright. And Father, Lord, if we have made wrong moves 
and decisions. Father, we ask for your forgiveness. We ask forgiveness, Lord, for the compromises that we have done. We ask forgiveness, Lord, for wasting our lives, our time. We ask forgiveness, Lord, for being so worldly and not being heaven-minded, O oh God. Father, we ask forgiveness, Lord, for not valuing the profitability of our birthright. Father, we ask forgiveness for the many times that we have despised our birthright. We have, Lord, Lord, not valued it, God. Father, we ask forgiveness for the times, Lord, that we took on lentil soup. We run, we, 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 we lusted after lentil soup, our own lentil soup. Father, forgive us, Lord, for wrong relationships. Forgive us, Lord, for wrong pursuits in this life. Forgive us, Lord, for wrong priorities in this life. Father, today we say we want our inheritance. We want to hold fast to our inheritance. We want to claim our reserved birthright in you. And so today, Lord, we make a commitment to you, Lord, that we will steward well what has been given to us. Lord, the, the, the authority, the position, the blessing will steward it, God. Father, Lord, we will walk the path of righteousness. We will pay the price, Lord God. Lord, it doesn't matter. There will be inconvenience. There will be discomfort. There will be suffering. But Father, the glory that is set before us is far greater than any suffering that we have right now. And help us to be wise today, Lord, to look to you, to look to you, God, and hold fast to the crown that you have prepared for us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for a wonderful reminder. Thank you, Lord, that what awaits us, Lord, is heavenly. What awaits us, Lord, is glorious. Thank you, God. Oh, you are such a good, good Father. Good, good Father. Thank you, Lord, for your love that overflows in our life. Thank you for your goodness, Lord. Goodness, Lord, that overwhelms us, God. Thank you, Lord, for your loving kindness, Lord. Oh, thank you, God. We bless you now. And we honor you and we say we love you, God. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you for listening. And may the Lord continually strengthen you and fill you with hope. Please stay updated because we will continue to come up with recordings like this so you will be strengthened as you go through this season. God bless you.